0: Food Heals. Food Heals podcast, episode 303. Today is Saturday, March 28th. I'm Allison Melody with our continuing coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic here on Food Heals. On today's episode, some positive news and acts of kindness to boost your spirits this weekend, the promise of plasma in fighting coronavirus, and how meditation could be the key to releasing your fear and anxiety during this time with my guest, Katie Kermitzos Roll it, Roxy. Warning, side effects of this
1: podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches.
0: In rare cases, people
1: have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their thirty nine ninety nine a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.
0: All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'd like to start out with some positive news around the pandemic. A group of scientists are searching for a fast solution for COVID-19 in an unconventional place, the veins of people who have recovered. So what does that mean? Starting in New York City hospitals last week and soon coming to dozens of medical centers across the U.S., researchers are drawing blood from COVID-19 survivors who have antibodies in their bodies made to fight the disease. So what they are doing is isolating their plasma, which is the liquid part of the blood that contains these antibodies. Then there's a process called convalescent plasma therapy, and the antibodies are transferred to others, either to protect them from getting infected or to boost their immune system of those who may be already sick. So it's a highly experimental therapy and it hasn't yet been proven to work against the coronavirus, but preliminary research out of China does suggest that it has helped a small group of patients recover. So China is kind of on the forefront of this. You heard from me earlier talking about how they were treating COVID-19 successfully with vitamin C therapy. Remember, that in the past there have been infectious disease outbreaks like SARS where they saw the plasma treatment helping fight the virus, okay? So this is great news because if they can stop this sooner rather than later, then we can all go back to our regular lives. Doesn't mean it's time to go outside and cheer yet, stay inside. But this is good news and something to follow up on if you or a loved one becomes infected. In other news, have you heard this one? Yale's beloved happiness class called the Science of Wellbeing is now on the internet for free. So you can go to Yale for free during your downtime during COVID-19. Happiness, they say, is infectious, and Psych 157, also known as Laurie Santos' happiness class, teaches practical advice such as how to pick a meaningful career, how to separate satisfying pursuits from hollow ones, and more. You can take the course at Coursera.org. Org And who doesn't need a little bit more happiness in their life right now? And you can say you went to Yale. So people are like, oh, what did you do during the shutdown of COVID-19? You're like, oh, yeah, I went to Yale. They're like, whoa, that's cool. They're like, I watched Tiger King. I mean, you could do both. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It is the distraction you don't know you need. It's so good on Netflix. Um, Mercy for Animals, an organization that I donate to and work with donated 2,000 plant-based meals to those in need last weekend. In an initiative named Plants to the People, they helped hand out 500 meals on Saturday in Brooklyn and 1,500 meals on Sunday in Hempstead, which are two of the areas hit hardest by the crisis. Mercy for Animals is committed to building a compassionate food system, and part of that includes ensuring that everyone has access to healthy, sustainable, plant-based food, which is a mission that, you know, Food Heals Nation, I can get behind, so I really liked this story. And I loved that Eric Adams, you may remember the Brooklyn Borough President that we had on episode 232 of Food Heals, joined Mercy for Animals to help with distribution, um, serving the meals. So I just thought that was a nice feel good story. And it got me thinking like, what's going on in LA? What can you do in your community to help people get some healthy food? A lot of people are struggling right now. You know, we already have a lot of food deserts here in Los Angeles. Um, Maybe your city or town also has food deserts. And so People that live in food deserts already have less access to healthy fruits and vegetables, to healthy food, um, due to the fact that they may not have transportation or they may not have healthy food services or grocery stores nearby. So that's kind of why at this time it's they're being even more impacted. So think about what you could do in your community. You know, if you have the means to help. Another story I loved: Starbucks is giving free coffee to U.S. healthcare workers and first responders. This is nationwide. So anyone who is on the front lines of dealing with the coronavirus pandemic, first of all, thank you. Thank you so much for the work that you do. We need you now more than ever. Um, You're putting your lives at risk for us. So just a big heartfelt thank you. And yeah, if you need some coffee. Any customer who identifies themselves as a first responder or worker in the healthcare system gets a free tall coffee from any Starbucks. You can be a police officer, firefighter, paramedic, doctor, nurse, hospital, medical staff, or researcher. So I I just thought that was a really nice thing for them to do. I like it when big companies, big corporations do something really nice. So how are you feeling? How are you doing? What's going on in your city, in your town? How is your lockdown? Are you overwhelmed because you have kids at home all of a sudden? Are you enjoying it because you hated your nine to five anyway, and this is a great way to get away? Are you worried about the economic impact? Are you worried about your own health or the health of others in your lives? I know that this is a stressful time. And that's why I'm excited to bring on today's guest, Katie Kremitzos because she teaches meditation. And I have been listening to her show since she started it, um, because she was a good friend of mine. And I remember when she came up with this idea, we were literally together hiking the path of the gods in Italy. And she was a podcaster. She was a friend. She was a fellow vegan. And sh- her her show at that time was called Biz Women Rock. And it was quite successful. And I thought it was an amazing an amazing business she had created. And I really looked up to her. um, And I was in awe of what she had done. And she decided to shut it down. So we were literally hiking the cliffs in the middle of Italy somewhere on the path. And I remember her telling me, I've got to do this thing. I've got to start this meditation podcast because I am so passionate about it. And she did. Right when we got back, she started. And then over the coming months, she kept creating and kept creating. And it wasn't very long before she got rid of her other business and is now fully doing meditation. So I'm really proud to witness her journey and know that she did something she was really passionate about for a long time. And then she pivoted and now she's doing something she feels even more passionately about. And that is to help people combat anxiety and depression and fear during their lives and certainly now during these uncertain times. And meditation is an incredible way to calm your nerves, really calm your central nervous system. It rewires the brain. It really helps a lot of people who are dealing with so many issues like depression, anxiety, chronic pain, and even chronic disease. We know that meditation helps us quiet our minds and connect with our inner selves, our inner goddesses, if you will, um, bringing us to more awareness, more mindfulness. And there have been thousands of studies and years of research on how it really does rewire our brains and A recent study on the effects of mindfulness meditation on the brain was conducted by a team of researchers at the University of British Columbia, and they called the study, Is Meditation Associated with Altered Brain Structure? A Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis of Morphometric Neuroimaging in Meditation Practitioners concluded that the brain of meditators were structurally different from those of non-meditators. So they found that the anterior cingulate cortex, which is the area associated with controlling impulses and maintaining attention, was found to have more tissue mass. And the brains of consistent meditators were also found to have thicker tissue in those regions responsible for body awareness, enhanced focus, stress management, and attention control. So what does this mean? Throughout our lives, it's possible for our brains to undergo positive structural changes. It seems like we only hear like the brain's deteriorating, Alzheimer's, all the things. But we can have a positive impact on our brain at all times. And meditation is one of the ways to do that. And the most exciting thing about that study is that they found that during meditation, some brain regions are activated while others are deactivated during the meditation. So what this means is that with regular practice, the amygdala, which is the brain region linked with processing sadness, anxiety, and negative emotions actually shrinks in size. So Food Heals Nation, let meditation be a healthy tool to put in your healing toolbox during this time. Next up, my interview with Katie Kramitzos.
1: The Food Heals Podcast starts now.
0: You know her from episodes 180 and 287 of Food Heal. She's a mom, a wife, an adventurer, podcaster, seeker, and changemaker. She hosts the Women's Meditation Network, and she's the creator of the brand new site, coronavirusmeditations.com. Please welcome Katie Kermitzos.
1: What's up, Allison? Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really, really honored and touched to, to be here and be talking to you and your audience.
0: Well, I'm really honored and touched to have you, and I love having you on the show, and I'm so grateful we got to spend some time together before the pandemic, and I'm so glad that your event, PodFest, uh, wasn't canceled, and that we oh got to goodness. spend that time together before this whole you know shit hit the fan. <laughs> what? I mean, I
1: just an immense stroke of luck for my husband and, and his entire team and everyone who attended PodFest because there are so many event uh hosts right now who are not experiencing the experience that they wanted to put on because of everything going on so he literally uh he had Podfest. he was experiencing so much stress and anxiety about it uh about everything you know made the call to still have it and then it was like days after we got home that things were really starting to escalate so there was no he you know chris had said like oh my god if my if Podfest would have been a week later it wouldn't have happened
0: Absolutely. It would have been canceled because I feel like it was right when we got back. It was maybe two days later that it really got serious. And when I remember when we were there, um, I had gone to first Boston and then Orlando. So I was on three flights, essentially, the week before everything went down. And there were people in the airports wearing masks, but and people maybe were washing their hands a little bit more. But it really was; it didn't seem like a pandemic at that time, and I mm-hmm. really wasn't worried. And everything's changed. Even at Podfest, I remember they're like, if you don't want to shake hands, there's a sticker that you can put on your badge so yeah. that you just fist pump or, or elbow <laughs> or yeah. or whatever. And things have really changed quickly, and so. I I really appreciate you set up coronavirusmeditations.com to help people. So tell me the journey of how you got there. I know there was some stress at home that led you to create this.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, everything that we create is for, I think, you know, everything that I've created has always been like, I need this or, you know, it's now, you know, blossomed into something that somebody else needs in similar situations. So as I mentioned, Chris, my husband, the founder of PodFest, uh, you know, was weeks out from his event about... um, What three, four weeks ago, and Mm -hmm. he, you know, all of the news of coronavirus, coronavirus was coming out, and he was just super stressed, obviously because it had a direct impact on whether his event was going to happen or not, and um, and he was really like that's all he could talk about, and he was regurgitating the news, he was regurgitating all of the all of the, you know, stuff coming out, talking to friends about it. Every time I would try and have a conversation with him, that's the first thing he would talk about kind of globally. And then how it related to his event. And should we do this? Should we not? Am I going to, are people going to cancel? Like, how is everyone going to do to the point where I was, you know, in all honesty, I was just really annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) I was really like, oh my God, I'm annoyed. I'm I'm definitely somebody who, kind of lets myself live in a bubble of like, I want to choose what news I'm listening to or not. I don't want to let in too much of the negativity. I don't want to be ignorant, but I'm also very, very aware of what energy is around me. And so I was just really annoyed. Like, babe, we can't even have like a walk without... You know, this conversation coming up, I understand it's real. I understand it, it is impacting you. And can we talk about something else or can we talk about the good? <laughs> and so he was just what I was originally irritated by quickly turned into concern for my husband because I saw how anxious he was, how stressed he was over it. Like, and he turned to me one day and he literally said, Katie, if you create a coronavirus meditation or a bundle, I will shut up. And I was like, okay. And like, so wow. And so I did, and um and I created it. And you know, you have to understand that comes from my husband, the entrepreneur who is always trying to think about like, okay, if I'm experiencing this, how else could this help somebody else? So I did. <clears throat> we go into Podfest. I released, I normally release my meditations on a Tuesday. I released the podcast episode called Coronavirus Anxiety Meditation on Thursday. And as of the time of this recording, it's not even two weeks, and there's been about eight thousand downloads, and, uh, almost nine thousand downloads on that one particular episode, and um, and it is it's getting shared, and it so it started like okay, it's helping my husband. I started sharing it with other people. They were really, you know, getting uh, a lot of calmness because of it, and really. And especially after PodFest happened and everything was really escalating very, very fast every single day, I got more and more people searching for stuff, more and more people sharing stuff like that. And so I was like, okay, well, what else can I do? Um, and by that time, my energies has, had moved from irritation to, oh crap, we got to, I got to pay attention to this and absolutely affecting me and my family and my community and my world. So what do I need to do? And I just, I just knew very quickly. I was like, I need to do more. What more can I do here? So there were two things I did immediately is one, I started writing and creating new meditations for the podcast and for a special coronavirus meditation bundle that I've put together. Um, that should be going live soon on, you know, kind of on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, all over the place so that I could create meditations that were specifically dealing with this right now, like what we're experiencing, all the uncertainty, everything. And, um, and then it occurred to me, I was like, man, I know other really incredible people who also provide meditations. Like, let me, let me start collecting some of those. And so, right. uh, just immediately I thought of, well, let me get this website and then let me ask. My fellow podcasters who else has some stuff, whether it's an entire podcast dedicated to meditations like my fr- my our friend, Shell Hamilton, who has meditation minis, um, our friend Drew Ackerman, who has the Sleep With Me podcast. It helps you put you to sleep when you're feeling really anxious, like all of these people in our community have incredible meditation or meditative type Podcasts, and then also there's a lot of other folks out there who's, you know, podcast or or you know, sort of communication or broadcasting in general ha- isn't necessarily meditation specific, but they have one or two meditation episodes that would be really helpful. And so I started gathering all that stuff. So that is what I have been creating on coronavirusmeditations.com with the intention of uh, it, it's twofold, with the intention of really giving those who are looking for meditations specifically dealing with you know, what's going on in the world right now that could help them, a one-stop resource. And simultaneously, I can help bring listeners to my fellow podcasters and my fellow content creators have really good stuff. So, um, so that's why I created it.
0: Yeah. I hear your passion and I feel it so much. And I agree with you because it's like, this is such a time where we need to work on our mental and emotional health more than ever and our physical health. Like I'm over here talking about all the vitamins and getting enough sleep and working out and all the things. And then what you're doing is really helping us calm our minds, which calms our central nervous system. Like there is science behind meditation. So I would love for you to tell us from your own perspective, why is meditation not just like a nice to have right now, but absolutely essential to getting through this fear and anxiety that we're all experiencing collectively.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. There's so many layers of this. Um, first to address what you had just talked about is a, a very real physiological impact. Like it's not just psychological. It's not just like, oh, ease your mind. Yes, it does that. And I'll talk about that in a second, but there's a physiological um, experience and impact. You know, I think that there was a, a an article out over the past couple of months about how they looked at Steve Jobs brain and just by nature of him being a meditator and meditating for so many years, his brain actually uh, was very young in comparison to his like physical age. Um, Wow. That's cool. Yeah. So like there's, there is like scientific evidence that shows that there are very real, you know, neuro kind of impact on, you know, your brain and your physiology. And so related to that, when you take the time to pause and to focus on breath, which is sort of a foundational concept of any meditation, you are forced into getting out of the spinning wheel, if you will, of everything going on. So it really forces you to actually stop to breathe. It forces you into the present moment, which creates, for those of us who are you know, in the the running and hearing all the things and feeling really like worked up right now. Um, it's a really good juxtaposition to that because it's sort of yanking us out of that and forcing us into okay, what's happening right now? And it gives you a space to start distinguishing between fact and other stuff and an emotion, basically. Fact and emotion that I'm feeling from these facts. And um, and when you when you start doing that, it it allows us to feel like we have a, a little bit more centeredness with how we're approaching things. So, you know, immediately the benefit is it can help slow down all of those racing thoughts that are happening in your mind. And those racing thoughts can very quickly for a lot of us get us to a place of panic, get us to a place of incredible anxiety and worrying about all of the things, right? It allows you to kind of step off of that edge and come back into, okay, just breathe this out now. What can I do? And so this is really I think one of the more foundational reasons why it's so necessary right now is because it, it once you go through this process and once you continue to practice meditating and using breath and using visuals and using all sorts of beautiful meditative tools to just be, it allows you to clear away all of the, all of the stuff, right? And you know what that stuff is. It's all of the worries, yeah. the what ifs, the um. The conflicting emotions, it allows you to take all that stuff away and actually sit in who am I and what do I need right now and what's the right thing for me. So, all of a sudden, we get away from making very rash decisions and feeling and doing things that are done out of fear and done out of anxiety and done out of um, worry and instead sit in the presence of ourselves and understand okay, what is the right thing for me? What is the right thing for me and my family right now? And so we actually start taking actions out of what's right for us, which really is all encapsulated in love and compassion. So you stop freaking out and yelling at the person who just took the last toilet paper roll. And instead, <laughs> you, you know, instead you um, can understand like, okay, like how can I be loving compassionate at the, at right now? And what is the best thing for me? And so I think, you know, there's, it's it's, very holistic it is the mind the body the spirit and ultimately the sense of like what my intention is with every single one of the meditations that i put out most especially for the ones really focusing on coronavirus are how can you sit back and come back to center and when i say that it means how can i how can i calmly reconnect with my true voice and how can i listen to what that true voice is telling me is the right thing to do right now and that true voice is really Flooding with compassion and love and a desire to be light, and that coming from getting to that space and coming to that space allows you to take action out of that space, which is why you will see people doing very kind things right now because they're very connected to that space.
0: Yeah, that's so true, that's such a good point. And even listening to you feels very meditative. Um, (laughs) and I think. People underestimate the power of breath, breath work, breathing deeply, because emotionally and mentally, just like you were saying, it can lead you to make better decisions from a place of love and compassion and not fear. And then physically, it calms the nervous system. Um, It boosts the immune system. These are Mm -hmm. all things that we need to be focusing on right now. I'm afraid that more people are going to get a chronic health condition from over watching the news and stressing themselves out then they are going to you know suffer from this coronavirus i think that is the real threat
1: <laughs> yeah i mean there's so many related impacts then that are so far reaching in addition to the virus itself which obviously we're experiencing like an economic impact right and a lifestyle impact of uh you know all of those uh related health implications i 100% agree with you so I have always been a believer that if you if you can come back to meditation, and or walking in nature, and or any way that you can have to calm down and to just slowly breathe, and it sounds so simple and basic, but Allison, but you're right. Like it, there's it cannot be underestimated how powerful the breath is because if as you focus in on it, as you work with it, it naturally calms everything down you naturally start to hear the beating of your heart and you can mm-hmm. hear if you, the beating of your heart is really like fast fast paced. if you activate your breath and slow down your breath your breath wants to slow down that heartbeat like you you start feeling all this stuff so you're right like it's um it's just it's all very important right now
0: yes so it's coronavirusmeditations.com, which is also a part of the Women's Meditation Network.com, And they can subscribe everywhere Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Cost, Castbox. Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podbean, you guys everywhere. (laughs) You can get this right now. Wherever you're listening to Food Heals, you can also get the coronavirus meditations. Um, Katie, let's talk about the news. I think that you and I are very similar where we choose to spend our time wisely and what type of um, news that we are willing to consume. Mine is just the Newsworthy with Erica Mandy and any Mm -hmm. comedy show that covers news. So Mm -hmm. I will watch it so I can know and be informed, but also laugh. Um, There is so much fear-mongering reporting going on right now. So how can we limit our news intake while also being informed?
1: Yes. Oh, that's such a great question. So I too am not a news person at all. And Erica Mandy show, The Newsworthy is literally the only one I allow in my house (laughs) because, and I've told her this before, it's amazing. Go subscribe right now. It's 10 minutes. It's The quick news, it's not anything extra emotional. It's like, here are the facts. Like Here's the most important things that are going on right now and what you need to know. So um, the best advice that I've heard from other people who are like us is literally like, get in, get out. What is, I think, a little bit more important is understanding who's around you and what energy slash news they're bringing into your life. and work on having some boundaries there. I know it's not easy, but for example, I have a husband who needs to talk things out. And so he's on his phone, talking it out, talking out the latest news and da da checking in with his buddy here. And he's doing it all with great intention. And what happens is, um, you know, we'll be going on a walk and he has to catch up with so-and-so. And so he's like talking, 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 kind of like world is falling down kind of news and they're talking about it. And then he turns to me and he's like, yeah, yeah, everything's going to be great, babe. And I'm like, what, all of that stuff, just, I just inherited all of that stuff that you were just talking about. So um, why do you, why are you surprised when I'm like stressed out right now? So, you know, (laughs) it is kind of an energy management thing. And so you can do that with asking those people who are around you. And, And please know that I firmly and proactively I'm doing my best not to judge how other people need to process this stuff because I process it different. Like, for example, I might be like, dude, don't tell me a thing. If it's super important, I'll hear it from a dad who's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so like, um, my dad's like the news guy who has like three devices giving him the news at once. And so, um, you know, any way that first have a lot of compassion for how people need to process it and create what works for you. So if you're like me, then, you know, go in, get out, get your news from the newsworthy. Um, Or if you have like one or two people that, you know, are kind of feeding you news and then create some boundaries that really work for you. For example, like I, my husband and I have said like, Hey, if you really need to talk, go out of the house or go in your car and go for a drive to talk this stuff out, like, please don't bring it in here. Um, Yes. Good point. Yeah. So like but it's you know having compassion for the fact that I don't want him I don't want to play dumb either I don't want to just be like, hey, so did you see the you know flowers I planted aren't they beautiful and pretend nothing else is going on <laughs> so um you know I, I think find what works for you and you'll and you'll know it by experimenting and seeing like oh that feels ugly you know what I don't like going to the grocery store right now it makes me really depressed babe can you go to the grocery store for me and not tell me what it looks like and
0: <laughs> Also know that. The news is not reporting everything that's going on. Yeah. So what are what are some alternative websites you might be reading? What are some podcasts you might be listening to? Because the news is not reporting all of the positive things that are happening in our world all of the time. I know there's like positive.news.com or something like that. There are so many resources for you to get, you know, to boost your immune system and get happy by reading some of the better things that are happening in our world.
1: Yeah. It was, you know, it was probably day like 14 of my husband obsessively talking about this stuff before he was like. Like, well, there's good news in all this. I was like, really? Tell me. And there he went. He went on like a diatribe of 10 different things about these cases are reported as being healed, and this is happening over here. And they closed down the first hospital in China that was dedicated to it. Yay! Like all of I was like, how come that's not anywhere? (laughs) So exactly. So I I don't, I I'm I am not the person to, you know, tell you where to go find that stuff. But you know, if you are somebody searching for news, go search for that stuff because there are There are great things happening right now. And a lot of my meditations, not everyone, but a lot of my meditations right now are being focused on is like, what can you be grateful for? And how can you spend a little bit of time sitting in that. And it's almost overwhelming at times. Like I'm grateful right now that my whole family is healthy. I'm grateful right now that my parents got home to Arizona without a hitch. I'm grateful right now that I have an online business that I already am very used to working from home. And the big, you know, the biggest issue that I have to work out right now is childcare. Like, wow, what big things to be grateful for and even small things to be grateful for. So it's that kind of stuff. If you start feeling your mind going into overdrive with all of the news stuff and where your mind wants to take all that, again, sitting down to meditation, even focusing on gratitude really forces you into what is, what actually is right now versus what could be.
0: Yeah. And when you're in a state of fear, you cannot do anything to move your life forward. So if you're having anxiety, not only about this virus, but you're having anxiety about the economic impact that it's going to have on your life, on your business, on your job, on your family, etc., You can't come up with positive solutions that are going to work if you are in a state of fear and anxiety and all of the things, right? So these meditations can help you get into a state of peace so that you can make informed and proactive decisions that will benefit you, your family, your career, et cetera.
1: Yeah, Uh, absolutely. I have a meditation going live here pretty soon called When the Coronavirus is Impacting Your Work. Yes. Oh, it is because it's a very real thing for all of us. And, you know, whether that's, again, in my case, like my kids are home and how do I manage that? Because I can still do my work, thankfully, but there are plenty of people around me in my family who cannot work. And that raises so much intensity and just so much worry. And so, you know, one of the common lines I'm saying in there is like solutions are found in the light. Solutions are found in the light. Come back here. Get centered so that you can see the solutions because you cannot see them in the in the hurricane of all the fear.
0: Oh, so beautifully said. Mike. drop, everyone. Well, and this brings up a really good point that I'm sure many people might be wondering is maybe your kids are at home and maybe your household is completely different at this time. How do we find time to meditate now? It's like I'm for me, I'm like, oh, I have more time to meditate. But for someone like you and many people who's all of a sudden has this household of people at home, they're like, oh, I don't have time to squeeze this in. So how can we squeeze in meditation?
1: Uh, Such a good question. Um, First off, Deliberately find meditations that are short. Um, usually, <laughs> yes. usually the I mean, if you're scrounging for time, find ones that are short. So most of the meditations on the Women's Meditation Network are between five to fifteen minutes. So those are relatively short. Uh, my friend Shell has the meditation minis. Again, same kind of a timeline. So deliberately find ones that are short. And uh, one way that you can find time for them is is actually like you know. Double dipping in your time. So if you're with your kids, go on a walk with them and listen to the meditation. You, I know that that's not an ideal scenario. It's not like oh, I ideally I I want to be sitting down and relaxing. Well, you can still get the benefits as you're listening. If if you're with your kids, even if they're like talking to you, you can still sort of hear that in the background. Maybe you're listening to one at nighttime before you go to bed. Um, maybe you kind of lock yourself in the bathroom. I mean, I've heard, I've just heard, I've heard that that's a thing to do. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and you've heard it
1: from yourself. Dan, <laughs> maybe there have been a time or two where I've had to lock the bathroom door and just put on my ear, my headphones and just like, okay, I've got five minutes right now. and
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: And then, you know, talk to, if you are somebody who's really stretched on time, talk to anyone around you and Uh, even in your immediate thing. And you could just say, Hey, you know, in my case, Hey hubs, I, I need to go meditate right now. Can you just watch the kids? And again, I think having an immense amount of compassion for yourself that it may not be like the perfect meditation, which I don't buy into that term in the first place, but let it, let it be flexible with you, you know, let it come with you, let it, you know, happen in little pieces. That is how you can, you know, when you're maybe if you're driving around and you come home, like, take another five minutes in the car. Have, you know, maybe have your kids go inside and have you know, take another five minutes in the car if somebody's in there with them.
0: Yes. And one of the people whose meditations you link to on your site is our mutual friend, um, Marissa Iman. And yes. the whole purpose of her meditation podcast, Incandescent, is to have meditations you can do while you're doing the dishes or while yes. you're out walking. I listen to Marissa and I listen to you, Katie. When I fall asleep because I love the calming of your voices to help me get out of my head and out of my worry and out of my to-do list for the next day and into that state um, where I just feel so peaceful and ready to relax and relaxation then leads me into sleep. So that's that's my hack is listen as you're going to sleep and you'll see your worries do start to melt away and Mm -hmm. you will start to feel like, okay. I can do this. I don't need to run through my to-do list right now. I'm speaking about myself just like you're speaking about yourself in the bathroom. I'm like, all right. So sometimes I'll have a piece of paper by the bed. So if something comes that I can't stop thinking about, I just write it down. Once you write it down, it's gone. And then I go back into my meditation, whether it's you or Marissa, and I am able to be fully present. Once I get a few of those things out on paper, then I go, all right. This is my time. And then I fall asleep. And yeah. sometimes I wake up and the meditation is still on. And I'm like, oh, that was nice. And then I turn yeah. it off and I'm immediately back to sleep.
1: Yep. Yep. I love it. I love it. There's there's so I love meditations for sleep. I, the um, one that just went live this week was called When You Can't Sleep. And it was exactly for that. It was A, I, I could not I was having anxiety about everything going on. I couldn't sleep. And so I got up and wrote this meditation of what that feels like. And like, here's something to calm you down and get you back to sleep.
0: Yes. Thank you so much, Katie, for that. We all need it. Food Heals Nation, if you have any questions, just reach out to Katie or myself. We're happy to help um, during these unprecedented, uncertain times. We are here for you. Katie's website is womensmeditationnetwork.com. Her brand new website is coronavirusmeditations.com. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Katie, thank you so much.
1: Allison, thank you so much. And thank you so much for just being a part of spreading the light.
0: All right, Food Heals Nation, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Katie, coronavirusmeditations.com. Go check it out. And if you're feeling tired and stressed and low energy, VitaCup, my new discovery, has got your back. They offer single-serve K-cup and espresso pods. Their coffee and tea pods are infused with essential vitamins, and they've got some great flavors like French Roast. French vanilla, green tea, and the superfoods that they're infused with help combat fatigue, boost immunity, and speed up metabolism. So if you're already drinking coffee and tea all day, might as well have some superfoods infused in them, right? I reached out to Brandon, the founder, and I said, I want to get this into the hands of Food Heals Nation. So they generously gave me some amazing discount codes. Coupon code FOODHEALS gets you 30% off if you do a one-time purchase or 40% off if you do a subscription. So check that out at vitacup.com. I love the story of the founder. As usual, the founder of This company, VitaCup, has a health and wellness story himself. He was inspired to create VitaCup in 2015 after he went to a naturopathic doctor who specialized in hormones and lifestyle medicine and clinical nutrition to find out why he wasn't feeling well. He was chronically sick. He always had colds. He couldn't even do a normal workout. He felt so drained, and he had these inexplicable hangovers after just one to two drinks. So his blood panel showed that he was severely deficient in vitamin B1, which is thiamine and B12 and without B1, he couldn't properly metabolize alcohol and he was suffering from adrenal fatigue due to lack of B12. That's why he was so exhausted all the time. And the doctor told him, you know, you're not alone. Studies show that almost half the population is low in vitamins B12 and D and 25% are low in vitamin B6. And it actually climbs significantly up to 75% for women who are on birth control. Okay. Okay. So we got to look at what we're taking and how it's affecting the vitamins we might be taking, right? Are we getting the true absorption? Are we low in these things? Are we completely deficient in these things? It could be contributing to a lot of fatigue, So Brandon started taking the vitamins recommended by his doctor and his energy levels returned. In fact, they soared and he thought it was astounding just how simple the solution had been. So it sparked his idea to simplify it. So he was like, I'm going to create something to simplify my life so that instead of taking vitamins, I'm going to combine it with a universal morning ritual, which is his morning coffee. So he teamed up with Roastmaster Jeff McIntosh, who is a fifth-generation coffee grower with Intelligent Blends, which is a private-label gourmet coffee brand in San Diego. So together, they were determined to achieve a rich, quality taste and smooth finish, and they experimented with countless ingredients before they found their perfect Formulation and launched Vitacup. Vitacup pods contain coffee from fair trade sources from South and Central America. Each roast features the brand's signature blend of B1, B5, B6, B9, folic acid, B12, D3, and antioxidants. The green tea adds a powerful combination of matcha and moringa to the mix. All of the products are vegan, free of gluten, no dairy, no soy. And reducing waste and minimizing the carbon fit footprint is a chief component of their mission. So the pods are fully recyclable and produced in an LED certified facility. So obviously, this is a brand I can get behind. Um, I'm definitely a fan if you want to check them out. Vitacup.com, coupon code FOODHEALS, 30% off if you get a one-time purchase and 40% off if you try a subscription. So why not? try a subscription, get your 40% off. If you hate it, then you know you can cancel. But why not? I mean, I love, I just got my subscription and I'm so excited about it because I think it's delicious and I think it's an easy way to get my vitamins in. So I'm a fan. I hope you're a fan too. Food Heals Nation, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I will keep you posted with all the latest news and exciting interviews with people who are teaching me personally how to cope with this coronavirus pandemic. I'm here for you, Food Heals Nation. Let me know how you're doing. I love you. See you next time who else wants a free fresh bottle of olive oil shipped straight to their door let me back up the first time i went to italy i finally tasted real olive oil for the first time it's not that i had never had olive oil before of course in the states but the difference was i was having olive oil made fresh from olives that were growing on the property in ravello off the amalfi coast 323com that's getfresh323.com you'll get your free bottle and you'll pay one dollar for shipping getfresh323.com another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals